All right. Good morning. We are, um, we're here. <laughs> we're here today. Um, I'm Christina. And I'm Alexandra. And this is Girl, Girl Have You Read? We never get on. I, always, I know I always laugh. I'm like, I'm so We're gonna have to start doing like a countdown, <laughs> right? Let me start a couple seconds ahead of you, right? But um, but it's it's all good. But we are we are here today to to talk to talk romance and writer and romance writerly things. I am gonna apologize now if I sound funny today. Um, my teeth feel awful. <laughs> I had to make kind of an emergency trip to the dentist this morning because I've been having some problems with tooth sensitivity and I feel like I have a lisp. I don't know how I don't know how much it comes across to people who hear me talking, but to my ears it sounds really bad. <laughs> well not really bad, but it's it's really pronounced to my ears and so I don't so I just want to apologize um, in case anyone cares. The the verdict is that I am grinding my teeth at night or not grinding, but cl- is that I'm probably clenching my teeth at night. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And I've actually like bruised, basically bruised my gums and it's making my um, it's making my teeth sensitive to any sort of stimulation because I, because of my gums or the not the gums, like the ligament inside the mm-hmm. gum, something Something that y'all don't really care about, but, <laughs> but just in case you needed a background right. story, then right? In case I sound a little off or sound like you know, like I'm talking with a mouthful of gum or something like that, that's that's what's happening with me. How are you? <laughs> I'm just fine. <laughs> I'm just fine. That's good. Excited to um, talk. Yes, <laughs> it had some moments. It had quite a few moments. Yes, the book that we are talking about today is um, Sanithia Williams. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right because I'm pronouncing that with such confidence. <laughs> well, that's how I think I, that's how it reads to me too. So I think you're okay. If not, we're sorry. We don't mean it. Okay, this um, we did Sanithia Williams, A New York Kind of Love, and it says, Bright Lights, Big Passion. Winning an all-expenses-paid weekend in New York with Hollywood's sexiest heartthrob makes Faith Logan the envy of women everywhere. This small-town nurse has too many responsibilities, including caring for her aging parents to be interested in fame or status. But as the central celebrity escorts her to exclusive Manhattan nightclubs and glitzy movie premieres, Faith is falling fast for the genuine, charismatic man behind the slick media image. More used to fanatics and groupies, Irvin Freeman is surprised and intrigued by Faith's down-to-earth personality. One impulsive kiss turned their, turns their private flirtation into public news, but paparazzi and crazed admirers are making her doubt their potential as a couple. Will the pressures of fame cause their love to fade before he can convince her they found their own real-life happy ending? This was a quick read. Um, and it, it, it was, it was mostly a fun read. Um, I, and I'm, I'm wondering if I'm turning into one of those readers that just always hates the heroine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that I'm turning into one of those readers. No. You know, I, I, I like, I, I, I typically like the heroine and it's like people kind of give the hero a pass on everything that he does. And I'm like, wait a minute, no. Like but, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And this one, Irvin saved this. Oh, <laughs> Irvin saved yeah. this for me. And that's, and that's not at all to imply, you know, that that's not, that's not to imply anything about the quality of the book at all. 
It's just saying that this heroin drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I think, I think it was just the fact, I mean, Sunithia really wrote her character. What I mean, she yeah, really absolutely. wrote her character to stick true to this kind of persona of just not falling for anything and just kind of seeing the kind of being like pessimistic and yes. like she really wrote that to a T. So stick up her ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And obviously, you know, we, we talk, we talk spoilers when we're talking about <laughs> these books. So, you know, we, we meet Faith and she, um, Faith is a nurse. Her friend kind of, one of her friends who was also a nurse kind of convinced her to enter this contest where she would win this date with Irvin Freeman, who in my head is Idris Elba because (laughs) 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 like a young, like maybe a little younger, um, Mm -hmm. maybe a little Mm -hmm. younger Idris. Um, but he has like the sexy British accent and all of that. And Irvin was a heartthrob, honey. I love. Oh, yeah. I love the love the hero um, in this one. But in any case, her friend has convinced her to enter this contest. Um, Faith wasn't really, you know, she wasn't really that excited about it. She had actually forgotten that she entered it and thought that it was a joke at first. But she realizes that it's not a joke. And her reaction is is less than enthusiastic. And, oh, and I yeah. get it. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, her initial reaction, I got it. Like, you know, like, wait a minute, you know, how am I going to do this? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the caretaker for my parents. Like, mm-hmm. I get, I got all of that, you know, and I understood all of that. But once we got to, when she actually meets Irvin, the way that she acts with him and like the attitude that she has and this, these, these kind of beliefs that that these unfounded beliefs that she has about him just <laughs> off top is just kind of like, Ugh, like right <laughs> right that's exactly that's exactly it now i mean don't get me wrong i've read and written heroines who are stuck up you know so it's i, I don't have it's not that, that i just have like a vendetta against stuck up heroines but she wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, it was so much. It was just so much. It was just right. Like, faith, faith, like just stop, like slow down. Right, just please, 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 chill. You know, just let this. Oh. <laughs> there were so many moments where she makes these assumptions about Irvin that are that honestly, you know, honestly, I get it. You know, we see yeah. celebrities. And we, we, we see what, we see what is said about them in the media and Mm -hmm. the misleading pictures. And it's like, as far as that went, like, okay, I get it. But it's like, when you, (sighs) I think it was just the way that she, yeah, she would kind of tell him about himself instead of like, she was wrong. Yeah. Right. And she was wrong. And it's like, it was so rude sometimes. It's like, you know, you're, you're right here in this man's face instead of making these huge assumptions about him. And it's like in your head, you're so right about it, but you're really not. And it's like, oh, yeah. Right. And it's like, he's been nothing but nice to you, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, you're just going off the deep end. And 
even even with Kitty, like Kitty is Irvin's assistant. And when she first meets Kitty, like it kind of what it kind of rubbed me the wrong way how she interacted with Kitty because mm-hmm. Kitty, you know, she's she's, she's looking she's out a, for her. She right, she's looking out for you. You know, she she's she's an agent or is that what her title was? Whatever her title was, like she, yeah. yeah, she was, yeah, she was very, she's very on top of, of Irvin's career. And Faith is wearing this outfit and the way the outfit is described, it ain't cute. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it just seemed very homely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like purple shorts and purple, purple shirt and some, like some jean shorts, you know, which is fine for around the house whatever <laughs> even and even if you're flying i understand wanting to be comfortable when you're flying but you're going to meet a celebrity girl like <laughs> put on something cuter than that and then you get an attitude when the person who you know who when they want to make you cuter than that. <laughs> you got an attitude with her like mm-hmm. what are you doing like <laughs> And then the way, even the way she was with her parents, it's like, okay, I get it. You know, you're trying to make sure that they're safe and that they're well taken care of. But she, she Faith was very, hmm. I don't even know. It's almost like she was kind of like control freakish. Like, yes, she, she, she had to be like in charge of everything with her parents. She had to protect them from the sisters. She had to. Even with Irvin, like she was kind of trying to take control of the situation by saying, no, I know all about you and I know what you're going to say and I know what you're going to do and I know who you with and right. just, just doing too much. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, she, I agree, doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> doing, I think doing too much is exactly, is exactly, exactly it. But, you know, and all, all of that is this, all, we say all of that to come back to the point that Faith and Irvin really did have a great chemistry. They really, really did have a great chemistry, even from the beginning, even even in the midst of her, you know, doing all this popping off at the mouth, telling him about himself. You can still feel the chemistry there. Um, and he 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 was so patient. And so oh my God. <laughs> he he was so, so, so patient with her. And it's like she needed that. she needed that yeah and um like the way that um the way that his background was kind of brought out to us I think we can kind of leave out the the major details of that so that we're not giving Mm -hmm. complete spoilers but um the way that his background and his depth was brought through really really endeared me to him you know really showed Mm -hmm. me that this was a character where you know with him there's there's more to him than meets the eye just because you see this you know this kind of playboy persona on on your screen doesn't mean that that's actually who he is he has he has he has soul and he has you know he has depth to him Mm -hmm. and he wants to do more than just be you know (laughs) what did he call it more than how many ass shots yeah (laughs) you know of him in a movie he wants to be more than that and that really really endeared me to him yeah I agree I think he was just I mean he was just so kind even like when he would meet up with Carl, the dude Carl on the street that was mm-hmm. drawing pictures. I really like that. Or like how the whole thing was brought about because he wanted to donate money to the foundation for alcoholic awareness and you know, just all that was like, oh, like Irvin is, yeah, it was almost like he was too good for her. <laughs> and I was just like, not because of like, <laughs> not because of his stature or like his celebrity, you know, 
persona, but he, just his attitude was just so beyond right. her. Like, nobody deserves, you know, that that kind of constant doubt and that constant second guessing when they've done nothing to when they've done nothing to deserve that. Like he right. had he had done nothing, you know, to her for her to to act the way that she did with him sometimes, and then mm-hmm. some of the assumptions that she just automatically made based off of the most innocuous things like they they kissed in the there's this scene where they kiss in the limo it's their first kiss it's really hot and i i gotta say sunithia can, can write her ass off <laughs> on some kiss scenes and some sex scenes i mean that's not to say that the writing is bad anywhere else but i'm saying like like she writes really, really, yeah, really good. you know yeah. right she writes really really like that kiss in the limo that was nice. <laughs> but in any case, you know, after that, it's like one of his friends kind of makes a comment to her like, yeah, you know, I, I think Irvin is going to hate to see you leave. And like, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along those lines, something that's honestly innocent, something that was honestly sweet, you know, and she, oh, he must have told these folks. <laughs> he about the kiss in the back of limo, like, girl, like. <laughs> Just please and and you know what but and my thing is even if he had those are his friends you mean to tell me you you were if if your homegirl had been there if what was her homegirl's name marie marie you tell me if marie had been there girl he just kissed my face off in the M- M- limo <laughs> you're gonna tell me you wouldn't have said nothing like come on like ah <laughs> Just do it, do it too much. That's all I can say. Just, yeah, Faith was a lot. She, <laughs> Faith was a lot. But um, and you, and this is some. This is actually something that you said. I'm constantly taking your stuff and telling other folks, but <laughs> telling, <laughs> telling, telling on you on the podcast. But um, you meant like that. Their love was really, really sweet. Like once, oh, they, you know, yeah. once they connected, and once they, you know, once Faith kind of calm down and kind of just <laughs> and let go a little bit like a right. little bit yeah right and they were able to you know to to come together for the most part for the most part like mm-hmm. there she had she did have a couple of you know she did have a couple of lapses several lapses oh, yeah. you know through, throughout but but just like you said you know kind of at the beginning it was very true to character and so it's like it doesn't seem out of place you just kind of go, oh, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it, you, I mean, I understood her, like, kind of reminding herself, like, this is only a weekend. This is only temporary. He's going to forget about me. Like, this doesn't really mean anything. Like, I, I got it. So it wasn't like I was mad at her for thinking these things. I think I was just more mad that she would say something about it. Like, right. It was her. Thinking. Right. Yeah. Her, her doubts, you know, were understandable, but the way that she interacted with him because of her doubts. Right. Just kind of like when you could have easily just asked the question and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't blame her for not, you know, for not asking a question about that. I'm just saying, you know, you don't treat someone differently, you know, because she would get like, she would get pissy with him. She would shut down on him. You know, it's like she would do things like that. It's like one, it's one thing to remind yourself, you know, okay, this is supposed to be fun. You know, this is just supposed to be for a weekend. You're just having fun here. 
just take it easy. Relax. Just have fun. Don't think about it too hard. But no, she's, oh, I'm just another groupie to him. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, girl, shut up. <laughs> like, you, yeah. like, you just take it way, way left. I won't even call it left, but... She just took it way, way face. That's what she did. (laughs) She took it way face. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But, um, but overall though, overall, I did enjoy it, you know, and we, no, we shouldn't. I guess we shouldn't. We don't want to, we, we do talk spoilers, but we don't want to give away the whole, um, give the whole story away. But I do think that overall, you know, it, it came, everything came together nicely. Um, I was happy. I was happy for them, you know, and I think that ultimately, you know, that's kind of one of the most important things when you're reading romance, you know, that you're actually happy, happy for the couples to end up together because yeah. I've read some where I would, huh. if they weren't, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, oh, well, you know what? <laughs> that's my right. Like this ain't even right in real life. This wouldn't happen like this. So, you know, I was happy that that wasn't the case with this one. Like I think that Irvin and Faith, I think that they make sense. Um, and I, I was happy for them in the end. Yeah, I can say the same. And I think I, I can appreciate Irvin, you know, like being persistent and like you said, being patient and Really, like, believing, like, okay, I don't care what you do in faith. Like, this is our fate. Like, we're meant to be together. Like, he really right. stuck true to that. And I thought that was so sweet on his part. That really, that really, really was. But, um, something, I hope this is not too much of a spoiler, but, well, no, cause it said kind of, it said kind of pretty early on in the book that faith has a twin. And there's a scene where Irvin <laughs> goes to, um, Irvin goes to her house, like her house. Faith lives in a small town and mm-hmm. Irvin goes to her, like her parents' house and he looks in the backyard and he, he, he thinks that he's seeing Faith and he like kind of walks up to her and like grabs her from behind and it's actually <laughs> the sister and the sister kind of kicks his ass. <laughs> and that, that, that was really, really funny. That was, that was, that was a nice touch kind of toward the end mm-hmm. right before they, you know, right before they officially you know, make it work and make it, right. make it all come together. Yeah. So yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good book. I thought it was really sweet. It was, it had points where I was just like, Oh my God, you know, like we talked about, like faith, just chill out. Like mm-hmm. Irvin, if you left her right now, wouldn't it be mad? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Cause she, she was quite a bit, but it definitely ended yeah, the way it was supposed to. I can't say that I would have liked to see instead of him pursuing her at the end, because it wasn't him. He wasn't the problem. It's like, she, I felt like she should have been the one to go to him to make mm-hmm. it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even after, like, he, she went to go visit him and she was like, saying, like, okay, this is, like, this is gonna be it. Like, we gotta break up. And I'm like, what? Like, right, like, girl, what are you doing? Right, like, what? Exactly, what are you doing? But overall, you know, I I can still say, you know, that it was that it was a good read. It was a it was a it was a good fun read. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I well, I think we would say that this was that this was a recommender, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially because I mean I finished in like a couple hours, and for me to even pay attention for to a book for a couple hours straight was like. Yeah, that's yeah. always a good sign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> But um outside of that we did have a couple of other things that we wanted to um 
that we wanted to talk about today. One of them being, well, well, wait, 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 wait. First, <laughs> are you uh, nervous? Do you wonder what I'm about bit, to say? A little bit. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandra informed me that yesterday, day before, yes, you did. Yesterday or a day before or something like that is her one year anniversary of when she oh. first announced <laughs> that, <laughs> when she first Don't told that. the public that she was going to be writing a book. And so you're a year in now. How to step? I'm sorry. <laughs> my cell phone ringing but that was um, the celebration music what you mean <laughs> <laughs> so how does it feel you are a year in now how does it feel to have been writing romance for a year you know and how many books how many books i just uh it'll, this is eight the last one i published was number eight distracted yes which has been my bestseller by far so I guess that was a good way to end my first year. It was. I mean, and that that's kind of the way it goes. Like it kind of it takes a minute, you know, for people to to kind of learn your name and, you know, for you to kind of build, you know, a reputation for your work and for people to. Yeah, basically for you to have that name recognition. And then with every project that you put out, people will go back and buy your backlist, too. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see, you know, kind of see your shit, your not your shells, your sales, <laughs> <laughs> your sales come up or your backlist as well. Yeah. So that's been nice. And it, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's been a ride for sure. I mean, some books are easier than others. Some books are like easy breezy. Like this is a story. This is what it is. And some, I mean, like I really had to like settle down and work out like senior year. Oh, that book drove me nuts. But well, it was a series. <laughs> yeah, it was a series. It was the last book of the series. So you're wrapping up all this stuff that was mm -hmm. in the first three books. And so that was, that was a, that was definitely the biggest test of my first year writing. But other than that, it's been, it's been fun. It's been good. Yeah. That series, you think you're going to write another one? Mm-mm. I'll write another series, but I won't write another series that kind of can like a continuation series. I can write absolutely like, books about same characters, but be standalone books because having to continue from another book and kind of pick up where you left off and remember like exactly how these people are. That was that was rough. Yeah, and you know I know that <laughs> <laughs> that if you can series, like you said, having to tie up all of those all those storylines and having to keep up with all these details that you you know that you put forth, mm -hmm. and a lot of times, like you go back and you read the other ones because I mean some people some people do it right and they plan. Um, I don't. <laughs> And I don't think you do either. Um, we just kind of write it as it comes. And so. Once or even like remembering characters. Like there were so many right. people. I mean, cause my first book, like I didn't know what I was doing. I was just going, you know? <laughs> so right. I didn't think like, oh, I'm going to have to use these people again someday. And so that was, yeah, that was rough. But yeah, you have to pick through. up all those details again and pick up all those character traits and, oh. and really drive them home. Like really drive yeah. them home. Like, yeah. There was so much pressure with that last book. And I'm just like, I'm, hope I'm doing this right. Cause I really just want it to be over. 
Right. And you don't <laughs> don't want people to say, oh, are we going to get a follow up from them again? Which is actually, um, well, we're actually what we're leading <laughs> yeah. into talking about um, the dreaded part two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that I think that most romance authors can relate to this. You know, people read your book and um, and they want to know more <laughs> like they want to see more of those characters. And I mean, even as a reader, you know, I've I've had that feeling before, mm-hmm. but I get it. Like, I, I totally get when, you know, when this book ends, like when, like, for example, when I write a book at the end of the book, you should very well expect to never see those people again <laughs> because I don't want to ever see those people again. Right. <laughs> when we finish a book, like we are exhausted with these characters, especially by the time we publish because we've edited and we've read mm-hmm. through it so many times. Like we don't even want to see their names. <laughs> right. Like I, after I've spent all this time with these people in my head because usually you know these characters they don't just come out of nowhere like they may have been people that kind of quote unquote introduced themselves I'm I'm about to start talking in a way I think a lot of people probably think that I'm crazy when I talk about characters like this but this is just honestly the way that it happens for me like you meet people way before it's time for you to write their story you may not know everything about them but you may you know you get kind of little little tidbits and little fibers that that are eventually going to make up the fabric of your story. But for now it's just, it's just strings. And by the time you get to their story, you write it all down and you've spent so much time going over and over and over the details of their story in, in your head and going through these ups and downs, going through these emotions with them, falling in love with them not only with them but falling in love at the same time that they are you know and going through these ups and downs in a relationship with them you're sick of them by the time you get to the end of it like you love them you know like you love them because they're they're your babies you know these are your characters right but they I know like visit grandma for a while (laughs) (laughs) truly because like I know like when I finish a book and people are like, oh, like, have you ever, like, read your own book? Like, bought your own book and said that I read it? Like, I don't, I can't read them for, like, months. <laughs> like, yeah, I it takes a minute, yeah. To, like, get rid of them for a while and then come back and realize, like, oh, this was, this is nice, but. And you kind of really appreciate it more um, after you've gotten, after you've gotten a little bit of distance from it. And then you read it again. It's like you're able to, like, I found myself getting lost in my own books. Mm-hmm. 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 But it takes it takes me a couple of months before I can read it again and really enjoy it, and it takes several months before I can read it again and like just get lost in it. Right. Like, um, I recently, when I was writing the shorts, I did like some holiday, some little short holiday stories, mm-hmm. and I did one for Roman and Simone, who are from um my crazy little thing called Love Project, which the first one came out in 2014 in like yeah. September 2014 which that seems so long ago <laughs> <laughs> you know something funny I'm so pretty sure that's the there. first time I talked to you was because I think of that, that maybe so maybe so <laughs> but, um, 
I had to go back and I had to read, you know, some of that to kind of pick up these details from them to kind of get, you know, to get another, you know, to just kind of get my second win with them and get a vibe from them so that I could do that short. And I ended up reading the whole thing. Like I didn't, and which was not my intention. I just had a couple of things like, wait a minute, I'm trying to remember, you know, when did this happen and when did that happen and what was her reaction when he did this or so on and so forth. And I ended up just reading through the whole thing and it didn't feel like I was reading my own book. Like it right. just felt like I was reading a book, mm-hmm. you know, and that's always a really, really great feeling to have, but I still didn't feel any inclination to write a whole nother book for them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> All right, like I've been getting um I've been getting feedback from from getting schooled, you know, that people feel like, okay, Jay and Reese, their story, you know, this is kind of the beginning of their story. They just started, their relationship was just getting started. And I agree, their relationship was just getting started, but they can have fun with that cuz <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> You guys go have fun, you know, go, go be happy, go live happily ever after. Like when I release these people and they're happy in the end, as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're, they're happy for indefinitely. Right. Like as far as I'm concerned, there's, there's nothing but the the boring, the mundane day to day stuff, just like, you know, with with any other couple. It's like Mm -hmm. there's kind of the struggle and the back and forth to get there. And it's like when I end the story, it's because it's ended like they right. haven't given anything else. Yeah. you know and it's it's i'll say this and i'm going to try to say it carefully so that um so that it doesn't come across badly i guess but it's always kind of a uh, frustration to me when um depending on the length of a book sometimes I'll people will say to me like in reviews or you know whatever some people will even say it to me um which is always fun but (laughs) you know I felt like this was I felt like this was rushed we didn't get enough of their story so on and so forth Mm -hmm. and my thing what is rushed like what does that even mean like I gave you their story like I gave you this is all I have Right. This is all I have to give. This is all that they gave me. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people fall in love fast. Like right. that's just how it happens. You know, I don't, I, I don't have any, I don't, I don't think I have any quote unquote insta love stories where these people are mm-hmm. in love after a couple of days or mm-hmm. in love after a week. Like my stories always kind of take place over over months of time, mm-hmm. which I think is, is feasible. Like I think that that's reasonable, but. It's like I hear like I hear that like the story was rushed and it's like what what more did you want me to give? Right. I would have done it like I would have put these words there if I thought that this like it was supposed to be there. But I I, um, I did it. I didn't have that. <laughs> like I right. And it's like it's great. You know, if you if you read my book and, you know, you were you know, you were fully engaged with characters. I love that. I love mm-hmm. hearing that. But 
I guess they were talking to you and telling you some stuff that they weren't telling me. <laughs> like, <laughs> truly. Like, tell them to swing back my. Well, don't tell them to swing back my way because I don't. I don't want to talk to them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> tell them that next time they want to tell someone a story, they should give them more details. It's right. But um, but that's that's a term that I always just kind of like. I don't know. It's like maybe it's like what 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 does rushed me? If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening and you've ever, you know, felt, you know, if you you felt that about a project, you felt like, you know, you felt like the book was not even necessarily that you felt like the book was over too soon, because I think if you felt like the book was over too soon, the author was most likely, you know, doing their job. You know, you were into mm-hmm. it. You didn't want it to end. That's one thing. You not yeah. wanting the story to end is, is, is one thing. But you're saying that you felt like it was rushed. Like, did you feel like the characters, like they rushed through their relationship? And, you know, is that necessarily against the author or like is that necessarily a, the author's mistake or is that the couple's mistake you know that they right. rushed into their relationship is that part of the story that they moved into this too fast or mm-hmm. like I just really like I just whenever I hear whenever I hear that 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 word um used in like a critique or you know used as kind of a I hate to use the, I hate to say criticism because I don't, I don't want to give it a negative connotation. Yeah. But, um, well, I guess criticism is constructive criticism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whenever I see it used as constructive criticism, I always wonder like, what does that really, really mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm almost starting to feel like it's like a catch all term, you know, mm-hmm. like, when you is it because you're ending the book and you feel like you wanted more story, so you feel like the author rushed through it, or like what happened? What happened? You know, I'm just curious. I'm just always kind of curious about that, you know, mm-hmm. and wanting it to be articulated a little bit more. Um, I know that with one of my projects, uh, the way love goes, I actually had someone tell me, you know, that. They would have rather they would they would rather me not put out a book every month if I was gonna just be given half the story or something like that. What? No, they did it. Somebody really said that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it was it was in a review, it, and I was just like, okay. And this is one of the few times that I've wanted to comment on her review, even though you're not supposed to do that. Because I don't even know, like, I don't think that, I don't think that the person was necessarily trying to be mean spirited. That was just, that was just their truth. Mm-hmm. And this is my truth that if I feel like put out a book every month, I'm put out a book every month because that's what I want to. <laughs> like when I put out a book, I, I, I have never, well, I won't say I have never, but these days, I don't put out stuff that that I am not exceptionally proud of. Right. And it's right. like in and me not being exceptionally proud of any project is me thinking back. You know, it's me where I am now thinking back, reading my old projects, you know, that I'm that I'm seeing issues with, seeing things that I could have changed, seeing things that I could have done better, you know. Stuff like that. At the time that I put it out, I was proud to put it out. I felt Mm -hmm. like I had, you know, I had told the story that I wanted to tell. And that was it. And I can say that about every single one of my projects. Like I said, looking back, it's some of the stuff that I should have held on to a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, but you grown. I mean, right. <laughs> you know, that was two years. That was two, two and a half years ago. My first project came out in November 2013. And so if I if 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 I was looking back on that stuff and not seeing, you know, and not cringing a little bit, I think that that would be something to be concerned right. about, <laughs> you know. But for the most part, like I like I'm not in a place where. I'm not in a place where I have to rhyme on anyone's deadline except my own. Um, I, I don't have any certain aspirations to put out a book every month. That's just the way that it's been going. You know, yeah. um, I'm not putting out books as a money grab. Um, I'm not, or, and I, I've been accused of a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> Clearly, I'm listening like, ooh, really? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I've been accused of a lot of crazy stuff in reviews, and I, and I do read, for the most part, I do read all of my reviews. I haven't really been reading the reviews for Getting School yet, because I'm still too, I think I'm still too close to that project, because I have yeah. that project, and I love them so much. I don't, has it even been a week yet? I think today. I think today is a week. Yeah, today is a week. We're waiting for it to publish as we are doing the podcast. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I was so upset with Amazon. I'm so upset with Amazon. But um, but yeah, it's been like exactly a week, and I think that I'm still kind of a little too close to that project to really look at the reviews yet. But um, probably probably this weekend. I'm gonna go through and start looking through those and see what I'm getting accused of in these <laughs> in these in this set of reviews. But um but no, like I'm not like I, I write because I have a passion for it. Like I, I don't write because I think I'm gonna get rich off of it. Like right. <laughs> like no. If I was trying to do something that I was gonna get you know, that I was gonna like just really, really, really be getting paid for it, I wouldn't I wouldn't have dropped out of school to pursue writing full time at the time that I published um Love and Other Things was my very first project. I was I was in school, obviously non traditional student. <laughs> I was easily the oldest person in my class. That I I had I had a class where I was older than the professor. I'm only twenty eight. Are you serious? In my yep. <laughs> my college algebra class. Um I was actually older than my professor. She was a grad student. Oh but, um and she she was an excellent teacher too. She was a really really excellent teacher. But that's like that's so uh, far <laughs> outside the point. But um, but the following semester, um, I, I was still writing. You know, I was writing while I was in school, and I had my graphic design. Um, my graphic design business was still kind of in full swing at that time as well. And in March. March 2014, yeah. March 2014, I actually had an anxiety attack on campus and that freaked me out and I had to kind of sit down and, um, sit down and figure out what, um, what I really wanted to do. And I realized that I was only back in school pursuing that degree because I felt like, you know, because I guess the status of having it which is a really bad reason to get a degree. Yeah. Especially, you know, cause we were kind of paying out of pocket for that. You know, we weren't, we didn't get new student loans. Um, I was married. I have two kids, you know, two small kids and I was trying to write and I had a business that I was running at the time and it was just too much. It was, I was trying to do too much. And so, um, school got dropped. 
um, the business got dropped. And I honestly think that it's one of the best decisions that I've made because I ended up, you know, I was able to start writing full time and really devoting, um, really devoting all of my time to it. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, because well, I would say what I was going to say was because I'm not degree, I easily, you know, have more earning power writing than I would if I was to join the workforce. But I'm actually mm-hmm. at a point now where I think that I think that I'm pretty, you know, I think that it's pretty even, you know, whether or not I had that <laughs> the earning power, you know, right. of a degree. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that I would still, you know, I would be making about, you know, what I can do now. And I'm actually doing something that I love. But it took two years. <laughs> right. It took two years to right. get to that it's point. Not, you if know. you are looking for overnight success, do not. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's not, um, that's, that's not, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I was I was able to do that, you know, because my husband, I'm because I'm I'm married to someone who pays bills. <laughs> like I don't how to say that, you know, without it coming across weird. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm I'm blessed that I was able to focus on writing full time, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, and my family was still taken care of. While I was doing that, you know, while I was working mm-hmm. on, you know, building to a good point. But I really think it was one of the kind of one of the best decisions that I've that I've made so far. And I'm still I'm still I'm still doing it. I'm laughing because um, <laughs> last night on Twitter, um, a couple of people, actually Jeanette and Tamika from um, from Better Than the Movie. Now we're always talking about them, and I'm, I'm this is not this is <laughs> it's plugging. all love, That's right? It's, it's, it's all it's, love. It's honestly, love. Like this is not just me like doing a commercial for them. <laughs> like, they bought they bought an advertising slot, it's right? Like, I, you know what? I wish somebody would buy an advertising slot. That would be clutch. But, <laughs> but no, you know, I, I talk about them because I, I, I honestly love their podcast, and I honestly love them. But in any case, um, they were teasing me, you know, about the fact that I'm always, always writing. And um, <clears throat> Jeanette actually quoted um, quoted something from the musical, like this really popular musical, Hamilton. But the gist of it was she was basically saying that I write like I'm like I'm running out of time. And it really struck a chord with me because... <laughs> And this is a very Christina heavy podcast, and I'm so sorry. That wasn't the intention of it at all. It wasn't supposed to be the about the Christina life story episode of the podcast. But y'all, I have had so many jobs. Like I've done, I have done so so much. I have worked at a call center. I have worked at a daycare. I have been a purse designer. I have been a graphic designer. I have done candle, um, candle, like organic, like natural scented candles and like organic body scrubs. I've done hair bows. Like I have done, and I have a, I also have a cosmetology license. Well, I mean, it's expired right now. I this have is really eye opening, Christina. <laughs> I have done so so much, and I have—I don't want to say that I have a short attention span, but I have a short attention span, you know, for these things. And so, like, I kind of always have in the back of my head, like, I need to try to get all of these books out. I need to try to get all of these characters out before I lose my interest in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not that I feel—it's not that I'm—I don't think. 
you know, thinking about it with, with a clear head, I don't think that I'm anywhere near, you know, tired of losing it, yeah. interest in it or tired of it. But it's like I, I can't seem to kick that feeling of you need to go ahead and write this down, you know, before mm-hmm. you need to write this down before you lose it. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> but that, 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 what she quoted me, like it really, it really struck a chord with me because I do feel like I'm writing like I'm going to run out of time to do it. <laughs> you know, I mean, tomorrow isn't promised. So maybe, it isn't, you know, right. you know, get it all out. <laughs> we need them. <laughs> we need them all. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so talk about you, Alex. <laughs> I know. I was like, why do I follow that up? <laughs> I but, promise no, yeah, this wasn't supposed to be like this. <laughs> I was like, I mean, there's some, there's definitely some, I mean, I didn't, well, okay. <laughs> so, Don't tell it. No, in, okay. So in, I was a teacher for about a year and a half. I have my degree in early childhood education. So I was a teacher. And then I started writing, and then me and my boyfriend decided to move to Houston in August. And I was telling everybody, like, I'm just going to save up a bunch of money so I can write full time. And people was like, how are you just going to not go back to work? You need to get a real job. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, no, y'all, for real. Like, I'm about to really write full time. And so now that I'm making the same money that I was teaching, they like, ah, okay. Like, like, right. It's like people start to get it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense once you can, you know, show them like, Hey, I'm making the same amount of money that I was sitting in a classroom for eight plus hours a day that I am now. And I'm definitely doing this podcast from the bed. So, so which would you pick? I mean, Right. But no, I'm, I'm still, you know, I've been doing this for two years and I'm still fighting, you know, people calling me in the middle of the day, like to talk about nothing and <laughs> people, you know, you know, they call and they like, you tell them they, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I was just writing. Oh, okay. So about right. this stuff that has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> this. Is like, so you're going to break my concentration to talk to me <laughs> right. about nothing right. and like people will, you know, you know, well, ask your husband if you can come to dinner or if y'all can come to dinner and, you know, like, what like, am I asking him for? Right. Like, I don't, like, I don't make a paycheck. Like, okay. Right. right. <laughs> and you know what? What's funny though is even before that, I was still getting those comments. Like when I was doing my graphic design business, I think that when you don't like get up and go to a job, like it's hard for people yeah, like, to go wrap to their head place. around the fact that you yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how do y'all think these books can come out? Or how do y'all think this right? Works? And with and with writers, like my husband, like he'll come. Like I'm, I'll be sitting in my office, like honestly, just staring in the space. <laughs> you know, and he'll, he'll, you know, he'll pass by, and maybe I have the door open. He'll pass by and see me. Like I thought you were back here working. I am working right, right. now. Even when I'm staring off in the space, I'm I'm thinking. I'm putting this right. thing together in my head before mm. my fingers touch this keyboard. Like I'm I'm working. Right. And that's I think that's what I love the most about writing is that since you're not okay, nine to five, here we go. Like I could be up to like two in the morning because I'm like I've I found something good and I can just go with it. Like it's not about right. being somewhere for a certain number of hours, but just finding that passion or finding that sweet spot that it's like oh I gotta finish this scene before I go to bed 
Yep. Oh, God, I have so many of those days. <laughs> and, and what's so annoying is when you finish a scene trying to go to bed, but you're so tired that you can't. You just like you just lay there like, why did I do that? <laughs> but but right. you feel good about it in the morning because then you go back and you read it. You just like, oh, this is it. Like, this is oh it. no, I mean that you're so tired <laughs> that you can't finish the scene. Like you stay up trying oh. to do it, and then you get to the certain point that you can't even keep your eyes open, and you look at what you're typing, and it's gibberish <laughs> on the screen but what you said too what you said too is like you just when you get there you finish the scene and you kind of lay there but you're still the scene is still processing in your right head. that's right. a good feeling that that's a good feeling it's like you you're tired and you're drained and you're you know you're like you might be like a zombie the next morning but well later in the morning <laughs> right because you already into the up, morning yeah right but it's still it's still like a really good feeling, especially when um like you're doing what you love, like you're doing right. it because you love right. it. And mm-hmm. it's like when I imagine myself before, like I thought I thought that graphic design was a passion for me. And I really do. I really do enjoy doing it. But it's like <laughs> now that I picked up writing and gone back to it, it's like Graphic design was definitely not a passion. Like I don't see, and that's and that's how I feel about teaching. Like I, maybe one day I'll go back, but right now, like that just it just seems so far off from how Mm -hmm. I feel about writing. That's just (laughs) you know you find what you you know you find what you love and you're able to you know you're able to dive into it and it's just really blessed me you know that I've been able to that I've been able to do it and I've been able to make a career of it doing Mm -hmm. it pretty much on my own, doing it as an indie and still been able to kind of stick true to the ideals that I have around what I write and around, you know, why I write and who I'm writing for, you know, I feel like that makes it even like that makes it even sweeter that I've been able to. And then yeah, some big, like, contract or advance or agent or right that you could just yeah do what you do what you want (laughs) right and it's like I'm not you know I'm not trying to imply that my writing has like any sort of message or anything like (laughs) that because I mean no not really you know (laughs) like I don't I don't have some big overreaching message other than that black love is beautiful and black love Mm -hmm. is normal and you know wanting to see you know black love normalized and portrayed in all different you know in all different facets like I try to you know I try to write kind of a broad range you know of of characters um I just want to show us in all different, you know, <laughs> in all different arenas, you know, living mm-hmm. and living in all different arenas. Um, and I'm just glad that I've been able to, you know, to do that and feel, you know, and feel embraced, I guess, and feel accepted right. by, my, by, by, my, by my readers, at least, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. other authors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been iffy, but I mean, hey, it kind of, you know. It happens and <laughs> it happens. I feel good, you know, about the things that I've done, you know, so far. I feel good about the work that I've put forth and about what, you know, what I've what I've tried to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And we're all proud of you. Uh, don't start that. <laughs> we're just so proud. <laughs> no. I can 
not take a compliment to save my life. Like, oh, I know, I know. Then that's why you're doing that to me on several occasions. Like, oh, girl, whatever. So let me tell you about. All right, I will change the subject. I will threaten to block you. Like, I just I get really embarrassed. Like, yeah, I get blocked every day. Let me just say, pretty that. much, <laughs> every day. But um, I think I think that's kind of it for the episode. I think we we're well over an hour now. And so next on next episode, we're gonna hear more of Alexandra's life story. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, I have no. I have done so so much talking. <laughs> um, all right, I think we can. I think that's it. So thank you guys so much for listening, and have a great day. Bye bye.